grave danger. Is there another kind? You see, the useful idiots that the Soviet Union, that Lenin put into America, are now the useful idiots from the Chinese. U.S. President Joe Biden, who has had another week of gaffes, confused moments. Uh, uh, They're coming down on America like Pac-Man, eating us up alive. Uh, uh, They're acting more as propagandists. Also, the science has changed. You know the Pac-Man game? Think of a Pac-Man game out of control. Sucking away at the foundation of America. If Russia pursues its aggression, it will face the massive consequences that... Because if they don't want you to believe something and they can cast doubt... We have no intention of fighting Russia. Sometimes confusion can actually be the goal. The goal. The goal. And as we've said all along... Confusion can actually be the goal. And oftentimes it is the goal. Welcome to another edition of Speaking Out America. I'm your host, J.R., uh, my website is uh, has three new articles on and I want to draw your attention to. Uh, we will refer to them in this episode. But I also want to uh, just plug my, my billboard because I think it sort of explains a lot about the program for those people who may not be familiar with the show. Uh, we just recently joined the CRN Talk team. Uh, we're also on TalkStream Live at this time, 5 to uh, 6 p.m. every weekday night. That's Pacific time, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern. And many of the topics that we discuss are listed in my brochure, which I have posted online about the show. So we talk about censorship, uh, race and gender, uh, which are cultural issues that that rear their ugly faces every day, high stakes politics. Uh, We also talk a lot about the advocacy of LGBTQ and how it is harming our society uh, for the the reasons you may not suspect, because I'm not anti-gay, I'm not anti-lesbian, I'm not a homophobe. But I have direct uh, information that tells me that it is now metastasized into something that is has, is actually chomping away at our rights. As uh, talented host Robert Dobby says in my intro, it's just chopping away like Pac-Man. Uh, we also cover a lot of stuff with COVID, uh, the climate change news. And if you notice, there's a string, there's, a, there's an underlying theme to all of this. And what it is is about your personal rights and liberties that are taken away. Each one of these attempts to take away your ability to think, make decisions based on honest estimation of facts. You have to forgive me. Uh, we're in the middle of a, uh, well, spring is here and I'm feeling the effects of it, as you could probably tell. Anyway, we also talk about wokeism and the inherent dangers of wokeism. So we cover a lot uh, on each day of this this podcast as well as the radio show, the national show. And we thank you. And all of the favorite podcast players carry the show. Uh, The Thought Police haven't gotten to me yet. Although when they read my latest article, they may, you know, there are days where I wake up and I feel like, you know, maybe I'm saying too much. Maybe I shouldn't really be saying what I'm saying. Maybe there aren't enough people listening for me to make a difference. And, Maybe it's just not a good time for me to be speaking out. But then I ask myself, well, when is a good time? Because two things will happen. Either I'll be silenced or I'll just give up. And right now I can't give up because I'm seeing things accelerate. I'm seeing things happen now. And then I'll share a lot of this with you. Uh, There was a great article written by Margot. Let me see. Her last name is Margot. Where is it? Cleveland in The uh, Federalist. And it's the headline reads, Grant reveals Fed's horrific plans to censor Americans. 
And it's pretty breathtaking and it's pretty frightening, actually. And we have to get to that. I know the, the big topic of the week is Trump's indictment. Interesting conversation and comment from David DiPietro, a former prosecutor who appeared on Mornings with Maria, I believe, this morning. But really, this is unprecedented. I mean, we have hundreds of elected partisan DAs around the country. Imagine if uh, when Biden's done and he gets indicted in Arkansas, how everybody would feel about that. I mean, you're, you're indicting somebody in a territory where he only won 20 percent of the vote. So the, the jury pool is really going to be not slanted one way. And it's just really unprecedented why it's never happened in our country. It happens in places like Brazil and Argentina, but never in the United States. So really what's happening is it really is the, the, the breakdown of, of, uh, of our democracy if this goes forward in the, in the manner in which it's going to go forward. I just really believe that this is just nothing more than a redirect. It's a simple redirect to draw our attention away from what I talked about yesterday, which is the Biden scheme. And if you saw the uh, he was about to get on Air Force One or Chopper One and the press caught up to him and one of the members of the press asked him, uh, do you have any dealings with the Chinese? And the, the look on Biden's face, I mean, I would have played the clip for you, but all he said was, that's not true. But then he backed up. And you could see real fear in his face. There was no confidence, some of that false confidence sometimes you see. You didn't see it this time. And it just made me think, okay, that's that's a hot button issue. That's got him scared, a little bit scared. Also in the news, which is even fright, more frightening, a CDC director, former CDC director Robert Redfeld was asked, and the... I think it was One American Network, I'm not sure. Anyway, Robert was one of the early whistleblowers of COVID. He also did not believe in a vaccine-only strategy. He believed that there were therapies, there were common-sense therapies. In fact, I have audio, and I'll, I'll have to find it. In the early days of the pandemic, when much of us knew nothing about it, Robert was at that point the head of the CDC, and he had said to people, look, there's not much we can do about this. But if we take precautions, wash your hands, take lots of vitamins, get sunshine, be outdoors, don't go indoors. Uh, and if you're sick, go to your doctor and get some treatment. Well, it ended up being that during the pandemic, the NIH and the CDC took a vaccines only approach. And so their method was strictly vaccine only. So if you were sick with COVID, then they would even allow, they, remember, you go home, quarantine for two weeks. And if you don't get better, come back and see us. And what that led to was more death, as we now look back and see, although nobody will admit it. But here's what Dr. Redfeld said just today, just today, about what we can expect in the future from those very people who were charged with handling the pandemic in the first place. This should shock every American. Yeah, first, I want to be very clear, because uh, Tony Fauci and I have been colleagues and friends for over 40 years. I do believe that Fauci and Collins are, wor uh, are working in what they believe is in the best interest of science. Mm -hmm. I happen to totally disagree with them. Uh, they are strong advocates of gain-of-function research. I'm a strong advocate for a moratorium on gain-of-function research, because I do believe it's m very probable that this pandemic was a direct consequence of science. I do think you're right that there's a strong interest in protecting their view, protecting science, that is protecting gain of function research and thereby 
trying to shift the debate that this obviously didn't come from the laboratory. This obviously came from nature. Um, and that's really the push. You know, secondarily, you know, you know, and I don't blame the Chinese lab per se, you know. The reality is the U.S. government funded this work. NIH funded it, USAID funded it, the State Department funded it, and the DOD funded it. So the United States funded the research, and the scientific community, largely in America and Europe, fostered the gain-of-function research, which was the basis for which this virus came. Tony's right that prior to gain-of-function research, the only way new pathogens came in to the human species was spillover. But now in the presence of gain-of-function research, where you can take a pathogen into a laboratory and change it, then no longer does the species barrier really define uh, the event in humans. It can actually come. And I do believe the next pandemic, and we're going to have another pandemic, and I think it's going to be the great pandemic. I consider COVID a minor pandemic. The great pandemic is going to come, and normally it would come from spillover. It's going to be bird flu that learns how to transmit to humans and then go human to human. But I think the species barriers are very real, um, but it's much more probable that it will happen because of gain-of-function research in a laboratory and then escape, and then we're going to have a pandemic with flu, which will be much more brutal uh, to the world than COVID was. That's frightening, isn't it? This is the man you can trust. Of all of our institutions, he should have been the one guiding the White House task force on COVID, but instead he was pushed to the side and it was given to the uh, what, what, whatever her name is. Uh, Fauci and uh, the the black-haired woman, uh, who you don't see anymore, if you noticed. Anyway, just to give you an update, BEARS, the uh, Vaccine Adverse Effects Reporting System that we have through the CDC, since vaccines have been dis distributed, there have been 1.5 rep million reports of adverse effects. Among them, 34,725 deaths, uh, 16,000 people have suffered Bell's palsy, 227,000 uh, required emergency visits, 194,000 people hospitalized, permanently disabled, 64,000, almost 5,000 uh, women have had uh, miscarriages subsequent to getting the vaccine. So you can clearly see that there are questions to be answered, but our current uh, medical establishment will not answer those questions. I just read today that Moderna is going to be selling their COVID vaccines uh, despite the fact that they've made hundreds of millions, if not billions, but they are going to charge $130 a pop for the COVID vaccine when they start. And I believe in, min in many states it'll be mandated. So I'm sure maybe they'll give it get it covered on insurance or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, is that that's the effect, and, and, and much of that could have been prevented with a much more thorough approach to making sure that the vaccines were safe as well as effective, but that did not happen. So that's just a tip of the iceberg of what's happening in the news today. We've got the Trump indictment, We've got Robert Redfeld predicting yet another pandemic soon because our doctors are busying themselves with gain-of-function research. Ugh. And then coming up, we're going to talk about how the United States government is spying on you and watching every word you say thanks to AI when we continue.
By the way, if we have time later here on Speaking Out America with JR, we'll read some letters from listeners. And I want to encourage people that if you have a question or a comment or a topic that you think that is worth discussing on this program, now that you know what the program is about, which is basically your freedom and the lack thereof, uh, you can always email the show, speakingoutamerica at gmail.com, speakingoutamerica at gmail.com. And also, I want to mention that on the website, those figures that I just quoted you in the last segment, preceding segment about the vaccine adverse effects, is also posted. Uh, it is This is information you may not get. What you heard Robert Redfeld say a few moments ago, you won't simply not hear in mainstream media. There's a report out this week published, I believe it was, I'm not sure. I'll have to dig deep on that. But basically, it says that the trust that Americans have in traditional news media is at an all-time low. They can see the bias. They can see the fix is in and that people are being uh, uh, misled, misinformed, and disinformed. And it's ironic because the government is now in the process of setting up something that is absolutely frightening. Uh, And I call it a step towards silent tyranny. Now, when when I say that, I also want to insert the word incremental because the time is past where we wonder if it can happen. We're actually seeing what's happening. And I'll just give you two quick points. If you remember, it was really in the 1920s when Mao Zedong first rose up and tried to institute communism and take over the Chinese government. Uh, And it took about 10 to 15 years for that to happen. In 1930s Germany, it was the same scenario, a little quicker. A lot of people didn't understand that there were systems that were being erected and enabled that would serve to segregate people and then ultimately imprison those who the Third Reich didn't approve of. But it started in incrementally. And we all know the famous, first they came for the socialists and I said nothing. Then they came for the Catholics and I said nothing. And that, that was, of course, the immortal words of Pastor Martin Niemöller. And it serves as a reminder of how incremental tyranny slowly begins to assert itself. Now, here's a good example. In California, California State Assembly has introduced a bill, AB 886, which basically would make it illegal for you to use news that you get on on one website and use it on your own. Uh, They would call that a journalism usage fee, which basically opens the door for anybody to be able to sue you if you take an article and post it on your website or if you tweet it and then you get a lot of hits for it. Uh, And it's just basically a way to control the flow of information. So this morning I woke up and I read an article by Margot Cleveland entitled, Grant Reveals Fed's Horrific Plans to Censor American Speech. They don't mean a person named Grant. They mean that money, money grants are revealing that the feds are up to something they shouldn't be up to. And I find out in the article that our government right now is developing not just one, but many systems all designed to restrict speech, punish dissenters, and make it a crime to convey an opinion on any matter that the government deems uh, sensitive. Margot Cleveland writes, quote, Our government is preparing to monitor every word Americans say on the Internet. The speech of journalists, politicians, religious organizations, advocacy groups, and even private citizens. Should those conversations conflict 
with the government's viewpoint about what is best for our interests of this country, that speech will be silenced. And you know and I know that that also involves social media, which we'll get to in just a moment. But my question is, who is it that are devising these plans? What what members of the deep state, and I don't think this is all coming from the Biden administration, I think it comes from the Democratic Party and the progressives, people who believe that free speech should be censored or silenced or curtailed or controlled for the greater good. These are the first steps that these other countries that I just spoke of, uh, Germany, China, obviously Russia, Venezuela, Cuba, the first thing that goes is the freedom of speech. The second thing that goes is your weapon. And we know that they're working on all kinds of strategies to make it harder for law-abiding citizens to protect themselves. We know that. And now they're making overtime to make sure that we say the right things in the public square. And I just want to ask those people that are behind this that honestly think that they're doing something good. What, what is in your mind that you work for the deep state, that you work for the administrative state, and you think you, that it's a good thing because you don't trust people? Because you don't trust your fellow American to have an idea or that you're nervous that it might make you unsafe because someone else doesn't agree with taking a vaccine or wearing a mask. The uh, federal government, according to Margot Cleveland, says has awarded more than 500 plus 500 agencies have been granted money from the United States government related to misinformation or disinformation since 2020. One predominant area of research pushed by the Department of Defense involves the use of AI. Man, you get you know what's happening with chat chatbox and GPT-4. There's all kinds of interesting things. Have you noticed that when you write emails now, maybe you haven't noticed if you use Google, which a lot of people do, or you write in a search engine, uh, your computer fills in the sentence for you. You notice it it tries to anticipate what you're going to write. And it it will tell you that all your words are incorrect, by the way, especially if you're a bad typist like me. So the point is here, folks, is that it's getting worse. And now the Department of Defense is in on it. Five hundred grants given to companies to help them monitor our speech. And they do it by flagging keywords. Um it is totalitarian. Absolutely. Why sh- we should all be deeply and gravely concerned about the scope that we find our government is willing to go to censor free speech, especially in light of how we've seen these FBI agents and Department of Justice officials harassing parents who object at school board meetings. We also know that social media flags and censors any speech that they deem problematic, usually people who have conservative values. I just learned the other day that Facebook is no no longer allowing certain speech to be posted on its news feed if it's deemed misinformation. But who decides that? So the government's development of technology and its intent is to monitor the entirety of the Internet. That's frightening. That is absolutely frightening. And every single human being should be extremely upset. This is not the America that we were told that we lived in. You have freedom of speech in this country. But now the government wants to monitor the free speech and silence those who have misinformation. What does this mean? It means that we don't live in a republic anymore. 
I I thought, oh, this was 10 years away. I predict, listen to me, I predict that within 20 years, we won't know what the truth is. In many ways, we don't find out the truth till afterwards, as we're seeing with COVID. It's just, uh, it's enough to make me, well, you know, and it should concern you. I'm going to recommend that you go to The Federalist, go to my website, the article is posted. It's called Silent Tyranny. And Margot Cleveland wrote the article for The Federalist. And if you read it, share it, and then call your congressman, call your senator and tell them, no, we can't do this. This is not who we are. You're listening to Speaking Out America. I'm your host, JR, and we will continue. Continue. 